How do I become a wizard? Is it possible to survive eating only sunlight? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This This Paranormal Life! Welcome back to This Paranormal Life. This is the weekly comedy podcast where every Tuesday we dissect a different paranormal tale and get to the bottom of whether it's truly paranormal or not. As always, you're joined by two professional paranormal investigators, myself, Kit Greer, this guy, Roy Pars. How are you doing today, Roy? Hey, I'm doing great. You know, the, the weather's turning around. Uh, some COVID restrictions are lifting here in the UK. Uh, we both are actually wearing pretty summery <laughs> pretty shirts today. Hawaiian shirts. I know, I don't Mahalo know. We didn't even and aloha, my friends. We didn't even coordinate that. That just just similar vi- similar mindset. Uh, so I'm ready. To, uh, hopefully today you've you've brought a uh, a case. We're going to the freezing oh Antarctic. <laughs> really cool. You better bring a d- jumper. Uh, no, I agree. Uh, we're feeling loose. We're feeling good. I love springtime. This is a great time of year. We got all the promise of summer uh, ahead of us. But it is a dark case and it is a dreary oh, come case. Come on, man. As always, we like to jump straight into the investigation. So let's go. Let's go back to Carmarthen, Wales, in 540 A.D. This is Holy a long shit. time ago. Is this our earliest case ever? Well, I think one, I think I went back to the primordial earth. <laughs> so maybe that is a little bit earlier. But, you know, it's up there. And it's in the top percentile of oldest cases. Wow. On the outskirts of this tiny village, a little baby was entering the world. Do you want me to do some baby sound effects? Just, sure. Just to save time, because I know it's annoying sometimes to have to go online and find the packages. Yeah, and yeah. Well, if you could stuff. nail it, yeah, that would be really handy, actually. Yeah, sure. Okay, so just you keep reading the story and I'll just embed it seamlessly in the background. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little baby was entering the world. Whoa. Wow, wow. Normally. Mommy. Okay, that's, I think it, that's quite enough. <laughs> it, and it was uh, it was a little too ASMR for me, to be honest. It was kind of weird. I don't think the baby could talk yet. <gasps> what is love? Mommy. Where's my papa? Normally, babies are a time of joy and celebration. Rory, I understand you actually became an uncle in the last year or two. I did. I did. Father of many, uncle of one. And yeah, it is a great experience to have um, a child of which I bear almost no responsibility. Mm. It's kind of the dream. It's kind of like when your friend gets a puppy. Yeah. You get the full puppy experience, but none of the uh, picking up shit from the floor or dealing with puppy problems. Uh, I just get to hang out with the puppy and like ruffle its little hair, have a good time. It's great. I don't have to pay for the puppy to go to university or uh, get a car or right, clothes. Right, but or you didn't do that for your own kids either, so it's not really a fair comparison. <laughs> well, that's fair, but uh, I was—I felt like an uncle to them uh, physically and emotionally anyway, so it, it didn't really feel like I owed them anything because they actually took a lot from their old man. In terms of time. You were playing with your kids and you were like, okay, I had a great time. It's time for you to go back to your real dad. But Papa, you are our real dad. No, no, no. That's my brother Colin, actually. He's going to be taking a lot more. Colin, come over here. I think we joked in a previous episode that I, uh, you know, I've I've got 14 kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, on their 18th birthday, I gifted them an IOU for the best years of my life. Mm -hmm. Which they owe me because they took it from me. I'm still waiting for that check to clear. Right. To be fair, 14 kids, and it seems like you just mentioned they all turned 18 at the same time, which infers that they were 14 tuplets. Uh, I had a horny summer 18 years ago. A horny white boy summer. 
uh, <laughs> that resulted in what the best years of your life being stolen from you. <laughs> it's a high I price to pay. Been so young, <laughs> I would have been way too young to have a horny summer. Well, it would have been years ago. Yeah, like fifteen, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. It would make it pretty hard, though, to put uh, 14 kids through university at the same time. So I do. I'll give you that. Like I say, babies, normally a time of joy and celebration. But this baby was built different. Looking at its angelic little face, you'd think this was a regular baby. But not only was this baby not regulation, it wasn't even fully human. And his mother knew it. You see, his mother had been impregnated by an incubus. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. Some sort of octopus? <laughs> it's either a bug or... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, an inctopus? No, it's a demon from hell ah, that takes right. advantage of sleeping women. Not okay. It's pretty messed up, obviously. I also didn't know that uh, demons could impregnate uh, humans. That's something I did not know in demon lore. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you might not think that could happen, but um, yeah, interesting. I mean, it does make it seem like these demons are pretty much like humans then. And shockingly, the woman this happened to was a nun. So she knew all too well the dangers of this baby. This half-demon, half-baby had the potential to be the Antichrist. The demon baby foretold in the Bible that would begin the destruction of the earth. Jeez. We went to a Christian school as many or most people do in the UK. You don't hear, you hear a lot of talk about religion. They don't really mention the Antichrist very often. Yeah, 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 it's that, very true. That that's like a possibility for the future. You think it would kind of be like Hogwarts where they would have to teach you the, all the good stuff, like yeah. all the magic and how to turn into frogs and whatever. I haven't seen the movies in a while. But uh, they got to teach you defense against the dark arts, yeah. which is basically teaching you the dark arts and then telling you not to use them. Yeah, they didn't really do that in um, our Catholic old nunnery boarding school. They weren't like, <laughs> all right, here's Jesus. He's, he's the good guy. He's, he's pretty great. Uh, you know, water to wine. Bread is his flesh. Um, there's also this other little trickster called the Antichrist. And here's all his powers. It wasn't kind of like a... Um, Captain America, Iron Man, choose your side battle. It was very much, you know, go for the good guy. Go for the good guy. Maybe they did teach kids about the Antichrist for the first few years of schooling in the UK. And then the kids actually preferred the Antichrist to Christ. And they actually started rallying behind him. They thought he was pretty badass, pretty rock and roll. The um, Antichrist can kickflip. And he can kickflip pretty well. Like, he lands at 9 out of 10 times. And he actually knows Jump by Van Halen on electric guitar. <laughs> so, who are you going to trust? <laughs> the Antichrist dad, he buys him cigarettes and beer, and he's kind of cool to hang out with. And you can make noise after midnight. And he'll let you ride his dirt bike if you ask him nicely. Jesus has to be home by the time the streetlights are on. Yeah, and like in class, I'm like, hey, teach. I'm not saying I even believe all this stuff, but you're claiming you believe every word of this book. So aren't you worried about this thing? Yeah. But apparently not. But they should be. Thankfully, this nun's father was present and he knew what they had to do to outsmart Satan himself. Get the baby baptized as soon as possible. As soon as the holy water touched his little head, he was protected from evil. <laughs> it was going to be either that or it popped like a watermelon. <laughs> or it, he exploded. The holy water sizzled like it hit a hot <laughs> frying pan. The Antichrist was stopped by Jesus Christ. And pray, what name do you giveth unto this child? I shall call him 
Merlin. That's right, the Merlin, the legendary wizard himself. He was born from a demon's a demon father? Oh yeah. He sprouted from a demon dick? Okay, well, I thought he was he was uh, he was a good wizard. He was a good man. I didn't say he wasn't. That's fair. It's an interesting point, though. It's like, (laughs) like I guess in our modern society, we know that if you are the son of Hitler, you know, (laughs) people are gonna like be wary of you. But you're not automatically a bad person person, just based on who your your parents were. But it's extra weird if you're. If Hitler's son turned out to be Dumbledore, there's there's too many things at play here. <laughs> well, sure, because Dumbledore's a wizard. Merlin's a wizard, <laughs> right? But he doesn't run a school, does he? <laughs> oh, f- he does actually. Uh, he runs England, which is arguably worse. <laughs> yeah, there is. To quote you, too many things at play here. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I might have thought that in 540 AD. They would have just not taken any chances and just, I don't know, lock this baby up until it was at least old enough to see if it was evil or not. Yeah. Um, Rory, how much do you know about Merlin? Very little, very little, aside from the uh, animated Disney movie, The Sword in the Stone. And I don't think that's factually accurate because at one point in that movie, he turns into a squirrel. And in another part, he puts on a Hawaiian shirt and flies to Bermuda. Somehow, it's one of these things that, that like the Antichrist himself, uh, is in our subconscious. Everyone who lives in the UK knows a little bit about Merlin, but not much, it seems. Yeah. Baby Merlin was no mere mortal. He was part human and part demon. And a hybrid like this is traditionally called a cambion. Ooh. Isn't that a cheese? A demon cheese. <laughs> he was a mat- half man, half mature <laughs> by a demon <laughs> And great on toast. No, a cambion rather than camembert, you might be thinking of. Yeah. You sound not sure. <laughs> I think there's a cheese out there called Merlin. So I thought we would show our listeners how to spot a cambion. So the next time you meet a baby, maybe it's one of your family or friends' babies, or you've been invited to a christening or something, this way you can stay safe by getting the hell out of there if you spot the warning signs. So cambions or demon babies will quote, constantly wail for milk and can't be satisfied by even four nurses. Not demonic. I mean, that's just a thirsty baby. According to, yeah, why do you think they're so thirsty? Because it's hot in hell, isn't it? <laughs> well, that's a bad excuse to get more milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in hell, mama. <laughs> well, that's weird. Give me your breasts. You're too young to really be talking, so give me your breasts. That's not, that's not kosher for a baby. <laughs> According to legend, Cambion have no pulse and do not breathe. What? Which is a massive telltale sign because all babies cry and want milk. So that one's tricky to spot. Yeah. But all human babies definitely need to breathe and should have pulses. So if you go right to... Did I mention the baby's on fire? Did I mention he's constantly on fire? And doesn't have pupils? His <laughs> eyes are completely black? The milk... He's so thirsty because the milk evaporates in his mouth. It's mad that he even wants the milk. Why want the milk? Cambians only start becoming more human at the age of seven. So if you have a niece or nephew right now that's above the age of seven, it is unfortunately too late to tell if they are half demon. But if you did think they looked pretty weird from ages one to six, it's worth looking into. Mm. Demon babies are ultra charismatic. 
and can ban the will of any person regardless of their mental fortitude. <laughs> Which is terrifying. A baby that can bend the will of any person? Yeah, I mean, babies are already kind of charismatic. You kind of give them what they want. Yeah, that's, baby. You know, that's they're interesting. Cute, they're adorable. You're kind of, you just want to, like, make the baby happy. And everyone, if there's a baby in a room, everyone just crouches around the baby and is yeah. like, oh, goo goo gaga. Everyone starts talking like the baby. Yeah, exactly. Not me, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I know who you are, you little f***ing... <laughs> hey! <laughs> Language around the child. <laughs> the baby's like, I need your breasts, mama. You're like, oh, he's so cute. He looks just like his father. And the father's like, oh, thank you. He's like, not you. The king <laughs> of hell himself. All right, that's enough. Satan. <laughs> I think you're a demon. <sighs> Come, little one. <laughs> Back to hell. All right, I invited you out of goodwill. I said, don't be weird. You do this every time. I think you're a demon. <laughs> I think you're a demon. <laughs> you're dressed entirely in red. You have a bottle of breast milk with you. You're a man. That's a Silence. snack for the road. <laughs> something so funny about being really nice to the parents when the new baby's there. And then as soon as they, they leave the room, you lean in. And you're like, I know who you really are, you little rat. <laughs> Just this little baby looking up at you. You got everyone else fooled. But the second I'm alone with you, I'm going to drop kick you into the sun. Are we getting a drink, Rory? <laughs> yeah, just an just an iced tea would be good. And nothing for you, you little bastard child. What was that? <laughs> and then the parents come back in and they're like, the baby's crying, trying to talk to their parents. And you're like, oh, what's wrong, little Christopher? Is everything okay? Like, it's so weird. He just started crying there. I think it's maybe a little bright outside. We could hear everything on the baby <laughs> monitor. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> they just hear all distorted in a baby monitor. I know who you are. That's the scariest thing ever. <laughs> Cambian are known to have the power of persuasion, teleportation, and exorcism. But here is a full list of demon baby powers. Stealth and cloaking. Very cool. Teleportation. Geokinesis. What does that mean? Causing earthquakes. Oh my god. A reality warping, conjuring, superhuman strength, superhuman speed, superhuman agility. It's kind of the same thing as superhuman yeah. speed. Superhuman stamina and healing abilities. This is like a, a, a D7 D mode time machine in human form. Can they psycho dive? Probably. Hard to say. Yeah. Uh, a lot to unpack here. I mean, have you ever seen a baby with superhuman speed? I'm glad that this list went on for so long because, you know, at the start it was like, hey, uh, if the baby doesn't have a pulse, it's either dead or a demon, this Antichrist thing. Right. Now, this thing is chocked full of so many powers. It's pr it's going to be pretty obvious to tell if your baby is a, is a demon. If you're trying to feed the baby a bottle of delicious milk and it water bends <laughs> right. the droplets to the other side of the room, or if it can uh, somehow move things with its mind, big red flags. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. These skills are all so obvious that I don't think you need us to tell you to call a priest or a doctor if your baby starts acting up like this. And among their more interesting powers is the ability to absorb life force. They can make a person feel weak, ill, or outright kill them for their energy. Whoa! This might be the secret to their longevity because apparently Cambian can live for 500 years. But it's not all rosy for demon babies, they do have weaknesses too. 
namely sunlight, holy places, and cold, which are pretty obvious weaknesses for a demon. Or a baby. <laughs> I guess maybe not holy places. To but... be fair, babies, they really are always wearing a little sun hat. Pretty much, yeah. And if you were a little vampire baby, that might be what you would wear. Or a little cape. <laughs> a little cute fang. <laughs> it's actually pretty adorable. It is adorable. Weaknesses, that is, if they aren't baptized. Luckily, because Merlin was baptized that day, he managed to keep all his powers without any of the downsides. Oh. And so this is where Merlin comes from and explains how he came to be a wizard. Right, he's in, he's in that sweet spot, that magical sweet spot. It's pretty cool stuff. Like, you know, it's it's quite hard to overstate how bizarre and neat it is that a very integral and important part of British history, the, the age of Merlin and King Arthur and all that good stuff, um, that there was a wizard. Yeah. Partly running the country. That's pretty cool, you know, and it's different. It's very different to the, like, the other night <laughs> this week on ITV here in the UK, they've been doing, like, Harry Potter season. Um, so we've been watching a lot of Harry Potter. Okay. And uh, so I'm getting reacquainted with the lore. And, you know, it's, the, the lore is great, obviously, but the origin story of the of the wizards doesn't seem to be that cool. It's basically, like, it's more of a, like, a race thing. It's like, there's, like, a magic race and they, that's why they talk about mudbloods and muggles and stuff, because right. uh, you're either just born in a wizard family or not. And that's the only way you've got magical powers. Whereas I didn't realize how wizards actually work is you have to be half demon. Oh, in the, in the real in world. In the real yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, I, I like this idea of um, there being a sweet spot between birth and age seven, mm -hmm. where if you're baptized at the right time, you can kind of not be a demon anymore, but keep all your demon powers. Mm. That's pretty cool. I like that. It's a very kind of uh, Marvel Universe type or DC Universe type origin story, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Like, it's, it's always that sweet spot, right? You know, Bruce Banner gets the radioactivity that makes him able to turn into the Hulk, but it doesn't kill him. It's right in the middle. Yeah, right. You know, right Spider-Man gets the crazy radioactive poison from the spider, but it doesn't kill him. It gives him all the powers of a spider and few of the drawbacks. Think how many other teenagers were bitten by radioactive spiders and they just now shoot web out their ass or grew eight more arms. They're having a bad time. There's a bad version of it that's just, played out. <laughs> imagine you're Spider-Man, but it just means you have to shit five times a day and four of those are just web. You just got to get it out. Just get it out of your system. You're bitten by a little radioactive spider. You count, you're counting down the days. You're like, have I got a six pack yet? Do I, can I take off my glasses yet? And then two weeks later, you explode in a ball of baby spiders. <laughs> they were just born inside of you. It wasn't really a power. You were just bitten by, I don't actually think it was radioactive. I think it was maybe just a dangerous spider. Or you get no powers whatsoever, no abilities, and spiders just want to bang you or fight you. <laughs> Yeah. Like, as a human, you don't realize we have pretty good spider privilege. Spiders are very scared of us because yeah. we're bigger than them. you got a problem on your hands if a spider thinks you're one of them. Yeah, that's a whole other... You don't want to get involved in spider wars, spider <laughs> conflict. Humans have enough going on as is. There's enough wars. Can you imagine just if you had to live your day-to-day -day life? You know, you're a, a New York banker working on Wall Street, and you you... You know, we're bitten by a spider. You can talk to spiders. And uh, one day you're in the middle of this huge pitch to a new company and everyone's sitting down in the boardroom chatting. And you're in the middle of this huge presentation and you just hear, hey, psst, 
hey, over here. I know you can hear me, you little, you little f***er. You're like, so I, <clears throat> sorry, just a little distracted. So I, no, no, take, take your time, Todd, because we're you. really invested in this. And this meeting's going great so far. And we really want to sign the dotted line today. Thank you. Um, so as you can see from the uh, 2014, uh, 2014 projections, hey, hey. The attack is at midnight tonight. Sorry, the, the 2014 projections? They uh... Yeah, sorry. Can you shut the f*** up? Shut the f*** up for one second. I'm, I'm sorry, Todd. Are you, are you not you, us? Michael. No, Michael, not you. It's um something, it's something else. Just uh, voices in my head. Yeah, no, Spiders in my head. Um, it's a weird thing so, to say, Todd, but, so, but go ahead. But as you can see in, uh, in 2019, load up your webs and get ready to go. We're swinging at 0800. Would you shut the f*** up? Oh, you spider bastard! He just gets confused and starts repeating what the spider's saying. So load up your webs for the 2014 projection and get ready to fuck some flies. <laughs> get up and leave. Oh no, come back. Or it's the opposite. It's like, load up your webs and it's time to bring, hit the flies where it hurts. You're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so sorry, Michael. I didn't mean to. Everyone stands up. <laughs> We didn't know you were an ally of the spider army. <laughs> they all shed their human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> See you tonight, Christopher. <laughs> they all go out the window of the 28th floor. The spider's like, I was trying to help your pitch. <laughs> is, the, is this job real? <laughs> or are you all spiders? Because I actually need money. I have a human wife. So Merlin lived in the Saxon era when Vikings had taken over and all hell had broken loose. In one story about him, King Vortigern built himself a grand castle on a hill called Dinas Emrys in North Wales. But no matter what the builders did, a huge section of the fortress would crumble and collapse each time they finished working on it. Hmm. The king didn't like this one bit. He sat stewing on his throne while his team of wise men were advising him on what to do next. Wise men back in those days didn't even, it wasn't really a high entry point. It mm. just meant maybe you could read and knew how to mix <laughs> shit together in a bowl to tell the future. And by the mean? way, not a lot of people could read, so you could probably blag it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're just reading uh, tree bark for all they know and telling them it's ancient scripture. They're like, congratulations, you passed the reading test with flying colors. If I myself could read, I would <laughs> congratulate you. <laughs> Here's your certificate, I think. I don't know what this says. <laughs> It's like, even if you can't read, you must know that this is just a bug. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a page with a big thumbs up on it. It's not going to be bad, is it? Oh, it's upside down. You failed, actually. <laughs> oh, no. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. That's right. The wise men were advising the king. You must find a child born of a virgin, put him to death, and sprinkle his blood on the ground where the building is falling. That is the only way. Needless to say, this was a time before science. But without any better plan, the king set out his messengers to look for the child of a virgin. After searching far and wide, news of Merlin reached the castle. They went out and snatched ten-year-old Merlin and started preparing to kill him. But not before Merlin could ask the king. Why have your servants brought me here? We're going to sacrifice you so that my castle won't fall down again. Ha! That won't work. I can see what the problem is from here. The room fell silent. Did this kid really think he knew more than all the architects, carpenters, stonemasons, and wise men? Ignore him, sire. He's just an idiot boy. Yeah, don't mind me. I'm just a boy. Good luck with the whole castle falling down thing, though. Now hold on a second. Spit it out, boy. Merlin explained that below the floor beneath them was a pool of water, and that they should dig up the floor to reach it. The construction crew jeered. Are we really gonna listen to this, kid? But Merlin stood firm. Dig, and you'll see the problem for yourself. The king ordered his man to unearth the ground beneath them. Sure enough, there was a well of water right underneath them. When the men inspected the pool, they saw two dragons inside. Whoa! One white and one red. They were locked in a never-ending battle that made <laughs> okay. the ground unstable. This is getting a little wild. Merlin advised the king to build his castle somewhere else. He well, f- yeah! <laughs> Under the ground of the eternal dragon battle! He reluctantly <laughs> accepted and punished his wise men by hanging them. What?! Well, the wise men wanted to sacrifice Merlin. They thought that would solve the problem. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> Children's blood, dragon battles, hanging wild. When, it, when, it, when you get to a point in your kingly reign, when you are hanging your council of wise men, things have gone badly. You're going to be known as the Mad King. <laughs> yeah, one Next. way or another, yeah. I think, I think every king should have a council of wise men and a council of dumb men. Right, and then meet in the middle. <laughs> and make them fight each other. And whoever wins, then they should be the two dragons locked in an eternal battle. And the dumb men, they're actually professional wrestlers, so they're always winning. They usually win. I mean, that's a pretty wild origin story from Merlin, don't you think? Do you think there's any possibility that any of it's real? Uh, maybe some parts. I feel like maybe it's been slightly dramatized. Sure. I mean, two dragons... Fighting endlessly in the Earth's core is a story in itself. <laughs> but I'm excited to see what what happens from this point onward, because presumably he's in pretty good favors with this king now, as he's now being launched into adolescence. Yeah, kings like this guy. Yeah, yeah. In an age of ignorance, if you got one party trick, you're, you become famous wizard Merlin. Because, by the way, Merlin didn't predict the dragons. I think he said there would be a, a well of water underneath them right and it seems like out of the two things there the well and two fighting eternal dragons what's the headline you know it's the dragon you maybe you bring up the dragons yeah or maybe he was like i knew you wouldn't believe me if i brought up the mm. dragons so i had to talk about a little well that's smart that is smart 
Let's just cut the shit. We need to get to the, the A-bomb, Arthur. Few people know that Merlin actually helped create Arthur. King Arthur's dad, King Uther, had fallen in love with the Duke of Cornwall's wife, Igraine. So, uh, this is absolutely awful. Uh, wingman that Merlin was, he transformed King Uther into looking like the Duke of Cornwall, basically so he could bang uh, the Duke of Cornwall's wife. Wow, rude and illegal, I think. <laughs> I think he's a rapist for that. Yeah. Uh, this is becoming a thing. First, the Incubus uh, and Merlin's mum. Now Merlin is helping King Uther trick King Arthur's mum. Are we sure he's not a demon? Are we sure that, he, <laughs> that we got him in the water on time? Because <laughs> it's pretty f***ed up some of the things he's doing. I mean, we probably cleaned him. But just because he's not a dirty baby anymore doesn't mean he's not a demon still. And so, not long after the Duke of Cornwall died, the king married Egrin, uh, and King Arthur was born. He was actually the baby that was created from that um, problematic wow. knight. Knight is an evening, not knight with a K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a problematic knight. But... <laughs> <laughs> and once King Arthur was old enough, Merlin got promoted from wingman to right-hand man, which was good timing for Arthur because there was a lot of arguments over who should actually be next in line to be king. On one Christmas Eve, a stone slab appeared in the local churchyard. It had a sword embedded in it, so deep that even the strongest man in town couldn't remove it. Merlin told everyone, Only the rightful king will be able to pull the sword from the stone. Which is pretty convenient because uh, only his mate King Arthur was able to pull it out. Uh, hard to know whether Merlin was actually holding this, this sword in the stone using his magic until Arthur tried. Uh, and Merlin is to thank for most of King Arthur's successes. You know, his military strategies won them battles up and down the country. And Merlin led Arthur to the Lady of the Lake, who bestowed him with the magical sword Excalibur. Ooh. And at this point, Merlin's on a winning streak. He's got a hot hand and he, he feels like he can't miss so he starts making prophecies as well. And at first they are, granted, pointlessly vague. This is kind of, you know, the lion will be lulled to sleep by the loot type stuff. Okay, okay. But Real fortune cookie type shit. <laughs> but going forward, uh, many of them were pretty interesting, actually. So I'm going to read you some of his prophecies and you try and work out what it might mean today. All right, let's do this. The father shall not know his own son, for human beings will copulate wantonly as cattle do. Uh, uh, people are just going to bang each other so, <laughs> so much that we don't even know who families are anymore. Is that what he's getting at, basically? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> this, this becomes quite a common theme, which is pretty rich for someone whose dad was a demon from hell. Right. Also, are these are these predictions or are you trying to will this into existence? Because he's a pretty horny wizard, which I didn't realize. And it worries me how much he just talks about f***ing people and things. Things going to be big. <laughs> it's going to be, be banging a lot more going forward. People are going to be pretty into wizards in the future. Everyone's going to want a piece on the wizard stick. Beards are going to be more important than... <laughs> beard size is going to be more important than penis size in the next few years. But actually, small penises are going to be... A lot more desirable than big penises. <laughs> Maybe we could take something from that future time and, you know, learn to learn, take some of their advice about the penis thing. 
Luxury shall overspread the land, and fornication shall debauch mankind. Again? It's, that's another sex one? Yeah, although luxury shall overspread the land. Um, see, overspread, overspread sounds like a negative thing, but I guess yeah. if it's luxury overspreading, maybe it's like just an abundance of wealth. Yeah, you know, I could see there's something there, you know, pretty hard to pin down in a time in the future, though, because I don't know if he means like rich people in London in 2021 or if he means like uh, kings in the Middle Ages. Hard to say. Hard yeah, to say. Yeah, because I have a date on these things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, this one just says 2014 Bitcoin. So he was pretty blunt <laughs> was, about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I wish we'd covered this earlier, to be honest. <laughs> Number three. Everyone will f- 24 7 all right all right all right you've had enough what was the bitcoin one irrelevant men will become drunk with the wine which is offered to them they will turn their backs on heaven and fix their eyes on the earth i that doesn't even need deciphering that's pretty clear <laughs> yeah, i mean that, that one feels true men are drunk on the wine which is offered to them and uh you know i guess you could say people are less and less religious these yeah. days they focus on earth i focus on earth Spaceship Earth. The wine's delicious. Okay, we're getting somewhere now. They who have had their hair waved shall dress in woolen stuffs of many colours, and the outer garment shall be an index of the thoughts within. I have no clue on that one. So some people think this one is uh, the invention of fashion. The invention of fashion? Well, that seems he, like a... Because back then, you <laughs> you were born... It's like RuneScape or World of <laughs> Warcraft. You get born with peasant robes. Right. That's it. Unless you kill a, a goblin in the forest and take their armor. That's kind of it. You kind of, there was just gray robes and that was it. Um, whereas he's saying in the future, people will wear woolen things of many colors and their outer garments will index their inner thoughts. So oh, like people will wear I stuff... See according to how they feel inside. Less from a practical standpoint and more from a emotional standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah. I guess that kind of makes sense. All right, here's one for you. The German dragon will find it hard to escape its cavernous lairs, for vengeance for its treason will overtake it. In the end, it will become strong again just for a short time, but the decimation <laughs> of Normandy will be a sorry Whoa. blow. This is really specific. This is very specific. Yeah. Have you got what this one might be? Uh, World War Two, presumably. <laughs> yeah. Predicting the, the Second World War. I mean, skipped it, one. It's straight to World War Two. But it does say uh, the German dragon tries to escape its cavernous lair, which doesn't work. Uh, it will become strong again just for a short time. Is that is that the the time in between the war? You know. Between the two wars, it's like, oh, it chills for a while and then it's back to carnage. Um, But it's a bit vague until it mentions the decimation of Normandy, which um, was a pretty big battle, I seem to remember. I love it if it was like, uh, it's like an evil source from Germany will scourge the earth in fire and blood. It's like, oh, my God, tell us more. Louis Vuitton will release a stunning range of summer clothing. No, 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 go back, go back. back, back. back (laughs) Which one? The f***ing... People will f- like rabbits on the earth. <laughs> and where Louis V. No, no. no. The one where people die. <laughs> Louis V. <laughs> Invest in Supreme. What the f-? He's just some kind of fashion hype beast. Why does Merlin have, have a Depop? 
You can buy all my old robes, vintage, <laughs> on my Depop. Check it out. Merlin's Depop. <laughs> Wands, robes. Yeah. Frogs. I love it. All right, here's some for you. In the twinkling of an eye, the seas shall rise up. Global warming. The malice of the planet Saturn will pour down like rain, killing mortal men. Well, that one sounds important. <laughs> what was that? Something about Saturn? Scientists, can you point those telescopes at Saturn? Sounds bad. Wild animals shall enjoy peace, but mankind will bewail the way in which it is being punished. I didn't even really get that one on first pass, but it seems to be <laughs> climate change is happening. Animals will be fine, but mankind will bewail the way it's being punished. Oh, right, right, right. So we're going to get it. That's yeah. pretty interesting, though. The seas will rise. Yeah, some pretty accurate predictions in there. A king who is blessed will fit out a navy and will be reckoned the twelfth in court among the saints. The realm shall be deserted in the most pitiful way. I'd be impressed if you got this one. Do you have any ideas? No, I have no idea. This one, some people think, is about, I guess, after climate change and the rings of Saturn raining down hell on Earth. Earth is trashed and we need to leave and go to, say, Mars okay. or somewhere. Yeah. He says, uh, death will lay hold of the people, destroy all the nations. Those who are left alive will abandon the native soil and sow their seeds in the fields of the others. I guess the others could be aliens in space. Ooh. The realm shall be deserted. Our galaxy? I think Milky Way Earth. galaxy? Maybe galaxy, but maybe just Earth. Ah. All right, last one. The population shall decrease through some deadly calamity. Well, there's been a ton since, <laughs> since Merlin was around. I mean, you could say COVID, but uh, yeah, there's uh, been quite a few. The plague, yeah. Anything. Probably got a good few coming. Uh, pretty interesting stuff, though. You might have twigged that some of these stories about Merlin are pretty mad, which begs the question, who was the real Merlin, if there even was one? Stories and poems about the later parts of Merlin's life describe him as just a crazy guy living in the woods. Some say he was driven mad by watching a very brutal battle in which many of his friends died. Uh, people told of meeting a naked, hairy man who only wanted the animals of the forest for his company. Uh, he was incoherent. In one breath, he boasted he would live until the end of the world uh, and then predicted his own death in the next breath. But certainly, uh, he's believed to be buried today next to a thorn tree by the River Tweed. Uh, the nearby village of Merlindale is named after him. It's like Disneyland. <laughs> come to Merlin, come on down to Merlindale. Everyone's naked. <laughs> but his ghost is said to haunt uh, Tintagel Castle. Sorry if I'm getting that wrong. Tintagel Castle, not sure. Where, Tentacle Castle? <laughs> where Arthur was said to have been conceived. Maybe most interestingly of all, because we bloody love a wild goose chase, Merlin is said to have left buried treasure in oh, the north of Wales. Yes. You know, a guy like that doesn't, he, he makes a couple dollars in his lifetime. Yeah. You know, and he squirrels it away because he works for the king and the king is paying all his expenses. So any money he makes, he's stashing in a cave in Wales. I love that. He was about to start traveling and so hid all his treasure in a golden cauldron. He dragged the cauldron into a cave and shoved a big stone across the entrance like Jesus's tomb. He then buried the cave in soil and covered that with grass. Wow. That sounds like it needs a lot of people to help him do that, doesn't it? To this day, the treasure hasn't been found. They say it's somewhere in Dinas Emrys, 
the place the king couldn't build his castle because of the dragons. Rumor has it the riches are lying in wait for a chosen person. The heir is said to be a young man with yellow hair and blue eyes. When he arrives at the treasure, a bell will ring inside the cave. It will open as soon as his foot touches the entrance and the gold will be all his. Whoa. I mean, hello, I'm right here. Yellow hair, blue eyes. Young guy needs a lot of gold. And I don't even, well, I feel, I don't I feel even like to... though I've kind of fit the bill a little more of like, you know, a kind of a, a kingly type of person who might inherit mm-hmm. such a wealth. Yeah, but they're not looking for a king. They're looking for a young adventurer. But he, you know, he like he hung out with kings all the time, you know, and who would be more be more befitting of treasure. Yeah, gold but gold treasure than a king. I think it's like you know you're 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 over the hill. You're in the end game. You're. I'm sorry. I'm young. I got my whole you're life older ahead. than me. I got my whole life ahead of me. And you're uh, older than me. I think I actually would do better with the gold. I do more good with the gold. And I've I don't think felt- Merlin cares who's going to do what with the gold because he hid it in a <laughs> cave. I've always felt this kind of magical presence inside of me. So maybe, maybe there is something. Maybe I should go to those hills. Listen out for How bells. about we both go to those hills? All right. But um, then wait, wait, if we're too close to each other, the bell will ring. Right. Well, I'll try it first because someone has to go first. And then, you know, if, if the bell doesn't ring, which it will, uh, I guess you could, you know, whatever, give it a shot. That's rude, but fine. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> For, given that I didn't know about this treasure until five minutes ago, I guess I'll I'll relinquish. You go out, starve to death in the, the Welsh countryside. I'm actually not going to go look for the gold. I'm good without the gold. <laughs> <laughs> you find my skeleton just at the base of the cave. <laughs> it's just like, see you later, Rory. I'll be back in six months with a pot of gold and rich as a king, you f- an asshole cut to like two weeks later the body of a man was found in the wilderness today uh the corpse was seen clearly trying to drink his own piss as he struggled for life (laughs) (laughs) police say the man in question had clearly enough supplies to last weeks and instead died of disappointment (laughs) so this is a very exciting case roy but i guess the biggest problem is that (laughs) there's really no evidence that even king arthur was real The tales about Merlin, Arthur, Camelot, they all come from the writings of one guy, Geoffrey of Monmouth. Uh, He was kind of an old-timey historian of Britain. The trouble is that he wrote down a lot of stuff which seems to be true, and then wrote about a lot of dragons as well. Yeah, that kind of muddies the water a little bit. It does, to say the least. So this is interesting because I didn't know if Merlin was a person who was believed to exist and his powers were up for debate because a similar thing you see in uh in christianity you know a lot of people uh, i think it's like the pretty much established fact that there was probably a dude called jesus who did exist sure the part that's up for debate is whether or not he was actually the son of god right but there's enough scripture and proof and evidence that there was a dude around that time called jesus who did some things and people wrote about it. And I so, think that's what Judaism is. Right, right. <laughs> there was a guy called Jesus. Yeah, so get it. I didn't know if maybe there was there was a guy called Merlin and he is written about in history books, but his powers were up for debate or not. This seems like Merlin himself as a person uh, may not exist. It's really hard to say. You know, people study this stuff for lifetimes clearly uh, and there, there doesn't appear 
to be any solid conclusion. I mean, if I'm being honest, it kind of seems like historians and scientists and things seem to err on the side of saying that Arthur and Merlin probably weren't real in anywhere near the capacity that we think of them today. Right. Um, but there does appear to be, there is, there's definitely cool theories about, you know, maybe certain warriors or monks who maybe did go by that name and that might have been the basis. Uh, it's not just Jeffrey of Monmouth who mentioned them. Um, other people did too. So it's a, it's a very fascinating, very fun legend. Yeah. It disappointingly makes two things to debate, whether or not Merlin is a wizard and whether or not a man named Merlin ever even existed. <laughs> yeah, well, a, that's a lot to chew off. This might have to be the first quadruple no <laughs> in this paranormal life history. Uh, you bring up a good point though, Rory, because at the end of every episode, we do have to decide whether the current case is paranormal or not. I think it's pretty clear cut. Was Merlin a real wizard? No. I think I'm going to have to say no. It hurts to say, doesn't it? I want there to be a real wizard called Merlin. And I knew so little about this that you could have told me that King Arthur was a real dude who did something <laughs> in history, and I probably would have believed you. Um, but if you're here today to tell me that it's even up for debate whether or not these two men existed, um, regardless of their powers, it is going to have to be a no this week, unfortunately. God. Damn it! It's a... I love that part of history. It's very, It's cool, very, isn't it? It's very cool because, okay, it is a long time ago, but it's kind of wild that, like, if we go to ancient Egypt, we've got a lineage that goes back there with the pharaohs back, you know, 4,000 years, practically, I think, until you start getting into the made-up pharaohs. You know, oh, they, yeah, they, yeah. They think it goes back to, to a certain degree, and then they're like, oh, yeah, uh, King Tutankhorgon from the planet Nebulae 5. It's like, okay, no, you I ruled think for a thousand years. Okay, <laughs> all right, okay. I think. <laughs> and, he, and he had an almond shaped skull. Okay, I think that's that is part legend. Uh, but they do have a long lineage of real pharaohs, whereas here in England, where we're sitting right now. It's we don't have to go back that far before it gets very fuzzy about who the king even was. Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because it goes both ways with England. Like England is um, as a place so old that, you know, you can go to a pub from the 1400s. Yeah. And it's just on the street. Whereas, you know, a lot of countries like uh, <laughs> even America pay, pay with Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of countries like even in America, the, the history is not really that old. Uh, at least of the when the uh, colonizers moved over. Um, so yeah, it is strange. There's a lot of history and at the same time, not a lot of history. Absolutely. God damn it. Another, uh, another L in the, in the bag of suck. Um, <laughs> that, uh, we're just in a dry spell and we just need to f claw our way out of it. Um, so if you've got any guaranteed Ws you can throw our way for us to fumble and somehow <laughs> turn into an L... Send it on in to this part of my podcast at gmail.com. This podcast is two dragons battling for eternity, just trying to get a, a W under their belt. One double yes. I mean, it's been weeks since we've had one. We've got a king standing over our heads who's going to fill in our pit with cement if we don't get a W soon. I hope you enjoyed this week's investigation. Nonetheless, even though it was a, an L, if you cannot wait until next Tuesday to get your fix of this paranormal life, I've got a solution for you. Patreon.com forward slash this paranormal life. This is where for a mere $5 a month or pending local currency, wherever you are, 
you can get access to approaching 40 full-length bonus episodes. Uh, these are full-length investigations into the paranormal cases that have not been discussed anywhere else uh, on this Paranormal Life history. And they are some of our best, I have to say. They are. You know, people think that if you want more episodes of this Paranormal Life at your fingertips, you got to get weird. You got to go find the, the child of a virgin and spill his blood on the soil above the well of battling dragons. You need five bucks. That's all you need. And you get an abundance of episodes. And it's actually pretty great. You don't have to do any of that weird shit. It's fine. We think it's a steal of a deal. Uh, the cool thing about Patreon is it, it it's a it's a goddamn steal right now. And it'll only uh, continue to get uh, better over time because we're adding new episodes every month. Yeah. If you do want merchandise, though, that is the blood of a virgin child uh, boiled in a pot and um, spat into the sun by a dragon skull. So just that's... I feel like I had to add that bit because I, I made it seem like the Patreon was just this cool casual thing. I know, thing. I know. And it is. There is some dark arts and some dark magic and some dark shit. So Yeah. We also sell all of your credit card information on the dark web. Okay. Well, you so. didn't need to mention that. <laughs> right. So I just wanted to be upfront with the people that uh, we're going to take a lot more than you give. So Because <laughs> you might not need to get the blood of a virgin child, but you need to, we're going to bleed you dry nonetheless. <laughs> That is on patreon.com forward slash this paranormal life. Uh, the link to that is in the description of this podcast as well, along with the links to our social media um, places like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. And on YouTube, you can even see video clips of this paranormal life. This paranormal life doesn't stop at a podcast. It's a lifestyle. It's a community. We're everywhere and anywhere. So get involved. Join the commune today. I hope you enjoyed this week's investigation. Hope you check out those bonus episodes at some stage. We will, of course, be back next week with a brand new paranormal tale. And until then, remember to live fast, investigate, investigate and, and die, die young, baby! Yo!